What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. As with sharing new music on every single episode, I always want to share stuff that I find inspiring and interesting and that, you know, helps me with my playing, gets me playing more, gets me interested, inspired, all of that good stuff. And I've got a bunch of stuff lately that's that I've kind of been gathering, which I think is going to be cool to share with you guys that I think, uh, well, hopefully be inspiring and interesting in its own right, but also a good, you know, good stuff for reflecting back on your own playing as well. I got a bunch of it. I'm not just going to spam you with it in this one episode because I think that's the benefit of doing the podcast so regularly. I can, again, as with the music every day, spread it out and have new stuff which might interest you. Sometimes it will, sometimes it won't. Sometimes it'll inspire, sometimes it won't for each person. But, you know, for, for, for you guys out there having... I know that for me, having new stuff each day coming in, music, ideas, seeing cool players, that constant kind of... Um, of a kind of diet there or just possibilities out there kind of helps me with playing guitar and, and, and keeps things feeling fresh. And keeping things feeling fresh is really in particular linked to the thing that I want to talk about today. So I'm going to spread all these things out that I've been saving up over podcasts, throw them in here and there, different episodes focus on different things amongst all the regular kind of stuff that I talk about, cool guitar builds and all that good stuff will be coming up as well. So today I want to talk about um, an article that I read, which I will link to in the description of this podcast, as always, so you can find it there nice and easily. And it's an interview from Premier Guitar. Obviously, we all know Premier Guitar. Great stuff. And it's uh, with Matt Sweeney. Um, now, I could do a whole episode on Matt Sweeney anyway, and I promise I will not just get completely sidetracked here because he's a fascinating guy with a fascinating career. You might vaguely know that name just because he's worked on so many things he's got quite a discography under his belt in a whole bunch of ways and cool alternative kind of bands and 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 scenes and then working on sessions with a bunch of very big well-known producers musicians crazy amazing projects he's had a fascinating career so far as a guitarist that really is not your standard you know when i say session guy and i said he's worked with a bunch of people you instantly get an image in your head um, that will not be an accurate image of Matt Sweeney. Um, this article is actually quite a cool way of getting to know him and getting to know his career. You might know him as well through, if you watch the Noisy series, Guitar Moves on YouTube, like Noisy, that's the like music channel version of Vice or whatever. Um, but anyway, um, nothing to do with any of that. Don't worry. It doesn't like spiral off into making you feel horrible about how terrible the world is or whatever the purpose of news channels are. Um, no, uh, you know, Noisy did this series called Guitar Moves and it's actually really great and Matt Sweeney does it and it's basically he goes and meets up with really cool guitar players and sits there and they show him their guitar moves. They show him like a couple things that, you know, open the box for them in a certain way, got them inspired on a certain album or it's a cool thing that, Matt Sweeney himself kind of picks out and says, oh, you know, you did this thing on this album. And I always wondered about that and where that came from. And he basically kind of learns it and picks it up in in the moment, like kind of live with them there in the room. They start showing him this thing, this technique, this little trick, this little weird combination of, of notes or, 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 or weird ways they started expanding a chord or whatever it was or a chord shape. And then he just kind of learns it and, and starts to kind of pick apart the playing in that way. It's it's such a cool thing. You'll know that I've suggested so many times on this podcast stuff which is like kind of behind the scenes or 
kind of getting in at the ground level of players in a kind of natural environment so you know it's not all in the mix it's not all in with the band or anything like that just when there's a amazing or a cool or an interesting player just sitting there just playing just in the room and you get to really kind of front on in the nude <laughs> to put it in a gross way really get to see the ins and out of their playing that's kind of what guitar moves is all about they're, they're just sitting there couple little amps whatever they can have lying around sometimes they're in like a backstage area sometimes they're just in like a a bar or like a little space wherever they could film it and um it really is just like you know straight up full nude the guitar playing of these people and they're picking it apart for him and there's always a great vibe and it's kind of a cool fun relaxed vibe in there as well very cool um i cannot recommend that enough that's one thing to already suggest for there was two actually right we've got the article that i'm gonna go into and you need to go check out guitar moves from noisy if you, if you haven't listened to that I'll, I'll link to that as well in the description um and you can get to it nice and easily because from the article it link it has it kind of one of the noisy epi- uh guitar movies episodes is embedded in this article anyway um this interview article so that's cool fascinating career done a bunch of cool stuff um definitely introduced him to a whole bunch of new people when he did guitar moves because that series is really really popular um you know he talked to some really big names on there what do you do like a keith richards one right and like an ace freely one and um you know a bunch of cool stuff dinosaur jr yeah you know tons of stuff anyway really great really interesting guy and this article is just something i would suggest anyway just as you know i sometimes throw out articles to read or stuff to check out aside from uh, the music this is really interesting it's getting to know his career as a very unique one definitely forged a path that is not really comparable to a lot of other people's which is which is a great thing about the music industry right and and and, and guitarists and artists is that that is very often the case more so than than not at least in a, for a lot of a lot of them it seems like and um very cool and interesting degrees out um but the reason I want to share this article is because not just because it's got a lot of great stuff in it itself, not just because it's a great introduction to him and it's kind of an insight into an interesting career in the music industry and an interesting guitarist and a great introduction to him if you don't know him. Uh, it's also because this article focus on focuses on his love of finger picking. And it kind of focuses both on his love of finger picking and flat wound strings, but predominantly finger picking because he has a very strong opinion on finger picking. I'm not just going to basically read out the whole article for, for you here. I'm not going to do that. Um, but, you know, the thing is here that he has a very kind of deep feeling about finger picking and why finger picking has become important to him. And he, he just, you know, like most people, he's playing with a plectrum when you start out and stuff, and he's playing in rock bands and stuff. And, playing with plectrum phrases and then he's got this this story kind of over time of how he came to finger picking and how you know he there was this humbling experience of not being able to do it and it being so outside of his comfort zone and he had to like teach himself to do it through these patterns and then that went on to be a big important thing in his career that he started to use and now it's this very core important belief of his about like everyone should finger pick and why it's really important um there's a cool thing in itself there about finger picking and it's great to see the way he he kind of philosophically almost ties that to guitar playing and music making one of the points about that is that i something he says in this which is so interesting is about how a lot of people play music to feel in control because in a lot of ways in life you know we don't have control over stuff you know your boss tells you what to do this that and the other um you feel like you're being kind of buffeted around by the forces of life or whatever and music is a place where you can feel in control. And that's why a lot of us, when we sit down with a guitar, 
we have those riffs that we play that we go to again and again and we we stick in those pentatonic scales and stuff it's i think a lot i think that's related to this that a lot of it is about being in control and we love that we can have this thing which is this magical thing making music and we can actually sit down and do it we can actually have some sense of of control or like input and result over it which is so and, and and you know also kind of sometimes not control but kind of interactivity and and some kind of understanding and you kind of feel like you're understanding music and understanding your instrument as you're writing a song or or, or jamming with someone and you feel like there's connection and through music you're able to have this this power even if it's not control you're able to have this this influence this this agency to like interact even if you feel like it's the muses man they're the ones in control of me they're playing me like an instrument you know even if you're having (laughs) some possibly masculine fueled incident like that with your guitar um where you're you're convinced in the moment you've written the next seminal rock album and then you listen to it the next day and you go it it sounds just a lot like drugs which you know i mean some of the good ones do but uh you know even in that you, that's a sense of agency right even though you don't have, you feel your control it's like that's a, a feeling of agency like a power thing like i'm able to interact with this crazy beautiful magic process and i'm able to do that and it works and stuff like that um but he talks about how that's a funny thing because a lot of people play music to be in control but to do something like this where you take something which is so out of your comfort zone something just at this raw foundational technical point not not just a song that you can't play not just a uh a, a certain new expansion of your technical arsenal but a completely straight up from the foundational approach an entirely new approach to playing the instrument which is kind of what finger picking is when you're just been picking with a pick the whole time finger picking really feels like that when you come to it and it completely kind of reinvents the instrument for you and you have to and you have to reinvent the way you play because it's so foundational it kind of is a bit like relearning the instrument a little bit in a way a little bit um and because of that it's almost the opposite experience and how he talks about how that has a power in itself and actually is something that everyone should do and is empowering in itself because of you come to the instrument and you do the opposite thing instead of coming to the instrument coming to guitar because you have a feeling of control or of agency it's the opposite you come to it and you feel hopeless you can't do it you you, your fingers even though you say i can play guitar suddenly after five minutes of trying to completely relearn the whole approach to guitar with you know going from using a pick to and never ever having finger pick to trying to learn distinct finger picking patterns you feel like I can't do it. Suddenly it's like I can't play guitar and I'm in this instrument and it's it's the feeling instead of control, it's a feeling of I can't do this and I'm going to have to like work and work and work on this because at the moment I can't do it. And that vulnerability, he talks about how important that was to him and how much that taught him and how influential that experience was on him as well as everything that finger picking in itself means and is important to him, which he goes into as well, that the benefits of finger picking in itself goes on to talk about that there's a lot of reasons why finger picking are important to him he says a lot about it and it's all really interesting but that in itself interested me and i think there's a lot to that to challenging yourself would be the basic idea but really more specifically to challenging yourself at that foundational level so not just like i'm going to put the metronome out faster and get playing faster but how can i completely put myself out of my comfort zone you know it's like if i'm into shred guitar and then i go well I've never learned anything as hard as this particular 
Steve Vai run, but I'm going to learn it. That's challenging yourself, and that's great, and that's a good thing. Um, but what is being talked about here is more foundational. So it could be moving from a pick to finger picking, like in this case, or you know, um, if you if you're into shred guitar, it's like what is something that's so outside of that that I've never tried to play before, like you know. I'm going to buy a, an acoustic and I'm going to start learning classic country stuff, um, you know, including all these country lick chicken pick runs or whatever. Like, I'd never, ever try to do that. I've never played guitar or anything like that. I don't even know if I could do it. And I'm going to go and try and do it, something like that. It's, 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 it's a foundational thing. And that might not be so technical in that sense. That might be more stylistic. But still, I think that's a great thing. Um, I think that's something that people have talked about before, but I think the way that Matt Sweeney talks about it in this article, and I really recommend you read it, um, as, you, as you can hopefully tell by the way I'm talking about it, was very in interesting and more insightful than I think this is the general idea of challenge yourself, and even more uh, than kind of insightful than this specific idea of challenge yourself in this foundational way where you really feel like kind of a newbie and, and you don't, a newbie on your instrument, you don't have that control anymore, and that experience can can be so important i think this is all cool stuff and i think i'm going to try and take some of this to heart and it certainly made me reflect on my own playing a lot as well but another thing I, that it reminded me of that i want to share is less dramatic less foundational less crazy put yourself in this position where you feel like a baby on the guitar again and you've never played it before and you're a newbie less dramatic than that is just something that i actually find maybe less like devastating to then inspiring less of a trajectory less of a process you put yourself through than that again less dramatic but something that i find uh really helpful that i do a lot uh if i'm feeling stuck or i'm feeling uninspired or i feel like maybe i'm not challenging myself enough or i feel like i'm not playing new things not pushing myself out there as much there are a lot of ways to challenge that and people way more experienced and interesting and knowledgeable than me talk about all the ways they keep the guitar feeling fresh and, and challenge being you know having the kind of writer's block thing or feeling bored with your own playing or any of these things and again you could do 50 podcasts just on this um and it would be uninteresting for me to do it on my own it would be way more interesting to have 50 way more insightful knowledgeable fantastic guitar players doing this conversation so i'm not going to go in depth and all of that but here's one that i would throw out there which really this this matt sweeney if you got me thinking about again and i do this a lot it's change your approach to the instrument and have different approaches and then when you're feeling like you're stale and stuck at a rut you change to a different approach so what i mean by that is this is why it reminded me of this article specifically finger picking is one of the ones i do um i'm not amazing at it, not not good at it I'm not good at any of this stuff uh playing guitar <laughs> no no not amazing i'm not having like got that down or figured out but that's kind of the point i'm not i didn't grow up super doing it i i I don't have that super down. Um, but I kind of look at it, the guitar, like this. I kind of, I can play with a pick or I can play with pick and fingers, and hybrid pick, or I can do finger picking or I can do tapping. And all of those can be like interchangeable techniques that you just bring in. You know, you can have a solo and part of the solo is then there's this little hybrid pick lick in the solo and then we go back to the next, just using the plectrum for the next bit, whatever. So those things are interchangeable. Tapping, obviously you can bring in tapping at any song, but I also look at them, try to look at them in a way that Matt's when he's talking about here, where it's a whole new approach to the guitar. There are times where I'm playing guitar and I might throw in finger picking, but there's times where I pick up the guitar to play finger picking guitar. Kind of 
different, if you get what I'm saying. And I, it's a mental thing in my head, but it's also a physical thing. When I'm saying I'm going to play finger-picking guitar, stylistically I'm doing things that make sense for finger-picking that you can only do in finger-picking, that finger-picking is good at expressing. Um, that's what I'm kind of having as my foundation. And I use this all the time and switch between them. And this is one of the first things I turn to now. If I start to feel like, yeah, that kind of feels stale. Like I, I want to play guitar, I'm enjoying playing guitar, but you know, let's say I'm playing with a pick and it's just kind of these riffs are coming out and you know, I kind of warm up playing the kind of ones that I'm familiar with. I think that makes sense. But then, you know, I'm kind of just going through and everything just feels a little same and just the power chords just sound kind of flat no matter what kind of order you start putting things in and what kind of different chord changes you have, none of it sounding interesting and the little riff kind of bits just sound kind of flat and stale and almost kind of scale-like you're just kind of running these same notes one to the other that kind of feeling one of the first things i'll do then is put down the pick and just do tapping and build a song out of tapping it's not about flashy uh i, I want to do a whole another time when i talk about thoughts on tapping as not being an elite technique or an advanced technique it's a whole different thing but you know building a song writing a song or working on an idea, whatever it is that I was going to do with the pick, doing that instead completely differently with the tapping. Writing something completely different, it could be completely different, but if I wanted to kind of come up with a cool riff and it just wasn't working with the pick, I'll just put the pick down and I'm doing tapping. And it's not about just throwing in a new technique. It's about, right, I'm doing tapping guitar now. It's almost like with a capital T. I'm not just playing guitar and doing some tapping, I'm doing tapping guitar now. Take like a whole new approach to the instrument, both hands on there at all times, using multiple fingers on both hands and 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 really creating something that's with this technique as its foundation. And you don't stay focused on the technique for too long because the idea is it just refreshes it. You're just approaching the instrument anew. I do the same with finger picking as well. Okay, with a pick sounding kind of dull, boring. Put that down and just, okay, now we're finger picking and you completely change the way you play guitar. There's a bunch of other ways to do this too. Putting your guitar in another tuning can do it. Another really interesting one is um, if you break a string, just keep playing and it can change up stuff. Obviously, breaking a string on cue never happens like that. It's always when you don't want to break a string. So if you str- don't do this, if you put brand new strings on, it's a waste of a string. But um, you know, but, uh, if your strings are kind of old anyway, you're like, oh, this weekend definitely have to change these. But oh, cut one of those strings off randomly. It doesn't matter which one. Cut a string off and right around the fact that a string is missing and that's an example of how restrictions kind of breed creativity as well um but what it will do is it will is if you focus in and you make as your foundation the focus that string is missing i'm now playing five string guitar cut two off right i'm now playing four string guitar it will foundationally there change the way you're playing and it can really refresh what you're doing it sounds so superficial but it can really refresh what you're doing just like saying well, i'm now playing finger picking guitar it's like right now i'm playing four string guitar it's different you know um some people do this if they have extended range guitars is another way to do this right you know i let's say you predominantly play six string for some people it could be like having an eight string you go to it and it's not just like I'm going to play it the same. You psychologically have it in your head at a different foundation. You go eight string is a different instrument. It's like playing a different instrument. Some people, if you have, if you are multi-instrumental, people do this with instruments as well. You know, it's just like, this is not coming out on guitar. 
and I sit down at a keyboard and it's just a different layout. Everything opens up differently. You have to approach it differently. And therefore you have a refreshed approach, refreshed mindset, and you actually write something interesting. Um, I, I, I do this with bass as well. You know, I'm not properly multi-instrumentalist. Don't properly play bass as much as I would like to. I would really love to. I love the bass. It's so, yeah. Um, I love making the jokes as well about bass playing and stuff. That's fun, but never mean a word of it because I love bass and wish I could play it better and want to play it better and all this stuff and I'm intending to. Um, but, you know, going to bass, just uh, four strings, you know, you've got five string or six string bass, this still works. Different instrument. And you just go to it and it just, you have to just play differently, you know, and I won't play with a pick on bass. It's like, I'm going to play with my fingers. And that's still a completely different technique, obviously, to like, you know, finger style guitar. So that whole foundational approach and going and saying to myself, you can't just sit down here and play, you know, the single note versions of the power chords that were boring on guitar with a plectrum. That's obviously going to still be a stale. It's like if I'm picking up the bass, completely different. Technically, I'm going to approach it differently foundationally, and that opens up everything. That's just kind of a one a one day thing, how to get inspired today if guitar is inspiring you, how to get inspired on any given day in any given moment. If, if you're feeling a little uninspired and stuff, that's one of the things I do. Um, you don't even need to have another instrument. You don't even need to cut strings off. You don't need to go between guitar and bass. You can do it on guitar, I think, by going from I'm playing with a pick, and that's my norm, that's my standard, to now I'm going to play finger-picking guitar. And it's a different thing. It's almost a different... It's almost a different instrument. Um, another thing that people do sometimes is go from acoustic to electric, electric to acoustic. That can do it as well. You treat it so differently that it really is like a foundational reset. Um, and it's interesting, this Matt Sweeney article where he says about finger picking, it's almost like he had that, but it was then that moment, instead of just being in a moment, it was a reinvention that then lasted completely. And that might happen for you, you know, go, okay, I'm going to try and get a little bit of finger picking down so that I have this other entire approach to the guitar to open up my playing and all that good stuff, but also to have this kind of foundational reset as a possibility. Um, you know, it's kind of like he had that, but then that foundational reset was a a complete reset on his guitar playing that's still lasting that could happen to you could be an in-between thing like it, it, it could be this thing which now you kind of have a a double-brained approach to the guitar and you have your two kind of versions of guitar and you mix and match them and they or they continue on simultaneously and influence one another finger picking and with a pick like that it's, it's a really interesting thing it could have lasting kind of consequences like matt sweeney in this article but um also just a way to refresh you in the moment as well it will still have lasting consequences anyway we'll open up your playing and all of that good stuff but um it, it's it, it it will definitely refresh you um if you start to kind of get this completely different foundational psychological approach to it, almost completely different, it's interesting. Um, and it was really cool to hear Matt Sweeney talk about how that was like a foundational reset that just lasted for him. And it was really cool um, that that was like a, uh, something that I've never really heard before, totally reinvented the playing because of this, but it reminded me of of this thing, which I do, which you know other people do as well, which is like have these kind of technical foundations of your playing and you kind of treat them almost as a completely different new way to play and it changes your playing which is cool um it would only make sense of course for today's music suggestion i suggest uh a recording that has matt sweeney doing some finger picking on it so um it's mentioned in the article that one of the first kind of recordings of him where he was on there doing finger picking style guitar after this kind of reinvention revelation and stuff to his turn to finger picking um is this song that's mentioned in the article so that's what i'm suggesting you go and listen to and i've also linked 
in the description of the podcast. Um, it's the song Salty Dog by Cat Power. And yep, the guitar on there, beautiful just guitar and voice and the, the guitar on there, uh, lovely finger-picking guitar is Matt Sweeney. So really nice, really great stuff and a nice. it's nice to have the 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 connection there if you read the article to actually hear his playing it and hear what he's talking about very very cool so anyway go and check out that article it's really worth it um like i found it fascinating as you could probably tell me blabbing on about it um and check out that song salty dog as well really really cool and between the two i think you'll find a lot that's inspiring even if my whole weird approach reset have a different foundational approach thing you're just like that stupid and idiotic and here's 20 reasons why um i think even if that just doesn't work at all reading um this article and checking out the song salty dog i think that'll do it for you so anyway check those out like i said i've got a bunch of more stuff coming up that i'm going to talk about over the next bunch of podcasts um in amongst a whole bunch of other stuff that will hopefully be inspiring and interesting and uh you know keep us all playing guitar because uh we're not allowed to do anything else right now so <laughs> might as well and that's the best thing to do anyway so hey there you go there you go that's not a bad thing so anyway check out the article check out the music make sure you play a bunch of guitar look after yourselves look after one another as always i'll catch you again tomorrow